nourishment, daily spiritual nugget for you to chew on. And I'm glad you've joined us again today. You'll remember that on Mondays, we're working our way through the book of Romans. And today we come to Romans chapter 13. And as we talked about last week, this is one of those chapters that's in what's called the practical section of the book. Of course, the whole book is practical. The first half of the book deals with doctrine. And the last half of the book tells us how to apply that doctrine. And that's why it's called practical, because these are the things that we're to do to live out the truths that we were taught in the first chapters, the first half of the book of Romans. So we're in this practical section of the book, and it's good for us to remind ourselves that the things that we find in these latter chapters of Romans are not a new kind of law. We talked about this last week. These are not things that we have to do to please God. These are grace things. These are things that we get to do because God is already pleased with us. And so we're continuing that thought today in chapter 13. And the question is, how do we live out the grace that God has given us in front of a watching world? And this chapter, chapter 13, gives us two answers. It tells us, first of all, in verse 1, that we're submit to submit to the authorities that God has put over us. Whether they're good or bad, we're to submit. And then in chapter, verse 8, it tells us that we're to live lives distinguished by love for each other. First of all, we're told that we're to submit to the authorities. Verse 1 of chapter 13 tells us, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. What we're told here is that all authorities are established by God. Now remember that the Apostle Paul is writing to people who are living under a very corrupt government in Rome. The emperor is Nero, and Nero is the guy who ultimately is going to order Paul's head to be cut off. Nevertheless, Paul tells us it really doesn't matter who the emperor is. Our grace-filled lives are called to submit to whoever God puts over us by practicing good citizenship, no matter what the conditions are that we're living in. And the Bible tells us how to do this. We're told, first of all, that we're to pray for those who are in authority. We're told that we're to pay our taxes. And then we're told that we're to behave we're to be the best citizens in under whatever form of government God establishes over us. Now, doing these things makes our faith attractive to outsiders. And that's what counts most in the matter of how we relate to authority. And so when we're being good citizens, when we're praying for those who are in charge, when we're paying our taxes, when we're obeying the laws, as long as the laws are not violating God's law, then we're doing everything we're supposed to do in relation to human government. And we can go about our business attracting people to Jesus. The second principle that we're given here is in verse 8. And that principle says that we need to fulfill the law of love. Verse 8 says, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Now, we don't have to keep a long list of laws in order to satisfy God. 
One grace-filled way of living takes care of the whole list, and that grace law is love one another. Christian love is based on serving the best interests of the one that we're loving. And once again, by living this way, by living this gracious way, we make the good news about Jesus as attractive to a world without grace as a nectar-filled flower is to a honeybee or a hummingbird. This is the aroma of Jesus that we have the privilege of spreading far and wide through the way that we live out this life of grace daily. Paul ends the chapter with an exhortation to actually live this way. And that means that living by grace is not going to come naturally to us unless we intentionally depend on the help of the Holy Spirit through staying near to Jesus and through being intimate with him in prayer. But when we do this, what a blessing we become to all of those around us. So chapter 13 is an encouragement to live graciously in an ungracious world. That's our calling as Christians, and it makes the good news about Jesus come alive to anyone around us who is grace-starved. Let's live it out. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for the encouragement today to live graciously in an ungracious environment. We thank you that this is how we adorn the gospel of Jesus. This is what attracts people to our Savior. We pray that you'll help us. You'll give us the strength and encouragement we need to actually do this. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for joining us today. Remember, our duty is quite simple. It's to live grace out in an ungracious world.